coolest part of doing this show is the welcome back to the 1204 podcast. Of course. Like I've always wanted to drop that bomb on something. You know what I mean? Right. And what better way to start it with than my good friend, Mr. Dre says, what in up, the what building. Up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Such a pleasure to get you to come outside. It's got to be important. Especially in this day and age. It's got to be important. To Things are crazy house, right now, bro. bro. Has Manani said it, said in with you? No, it's scary. You know why? Really? I'm used to being alone. Okay. So for me, it's like, oh, I just got another day off. Like, <laughs> right. And, right. You, and you know, all my days off are my days to work on my other stuff. So it's like, I wake up every day now and I'm like, okay, yeah. like, let's go. Like, Most let's- definitely. I think creatively, like you're one of those people that I've always been able to just get. Naturally, I get you. I appreciate like, I, that. Not that we share the same vision because nobody can can do that. Right. But like- we share the create the creative space that we can get into and like make something out of something. Right. And sometimes we've had nothing and still made, you know what I'm saying? Nothing. I'm talking me and him have done sneaker events. We've Correct. we've collaborated on like musical thoughts, like sitting in the car bumping. He actually put me on to Kendrick Lamar before anybody really was even oh, fucking with Kendrick Lamar. Dead ass. Those are facts. And I heard him and I was like completely blown away at how smart this dude was and he put me on to him so that'll tell you what kind of relationship me and this man have you know i trust him with the ox you know what i'm saying you in good hands if he's in your v and you got for a, li- for a little while once i get facts. once i get into my once music though i'll be switching feelings. it up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> when that when that paramore slips in there after a jeezy track you know Those things facts. change up a little bit for real. change up a little bit but no. so so Honestly, like, what do you think of this, the podcast so far? Honestly, I dig your critique. I, 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 love I your thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it. I, I gave you my one critique about the opening yeah. music previously. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I thought everything was great. Yo, to start a podcast off with your first episode being with your most recent ex is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> Who crazy? Does that? I, I, I flip-flopped on that idea a bunch of times before I even, like, decided to, like, okay, I'm going to reach out. And I'm going to throw this idea out there to the only person I feel like can hear the idea and go, right. you know what? I'll at least think about it. And yeah, she was she was all about it. And she was a good sport. Bro. Crazy, crazy thought before. Sorry to cut you off. Yep. Crazy thought. She actually like winged like the latter part of that. Really? That, yeah. Yeah. And there were parts where you can actually see. That's why I love these rough cuts that right. I'm doing. Like. People got to respect me for this being my first time, you know course, what I'm saying, ever putting course. something like this together. It's an artistic, you know what I'm saying? I'm painting a picture here. But you wouldn't be able to tell, to be honest with you. Like, she she played it off very well. There were certain parts where you could tell, like, she wasn't expecting what you were going to say. Yeah. Um, and then there was certain parts where you were like, okay, she actually was like, she caught that. She caught yeah. what he was going with and ran with it. Yeah. And it helps that she's an intelligent girl. Like, she's no fool. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But when I saw your list come out on Instagram, bro, and I saw episode one, I said, yo, this dude's committing suicide. <laughs> like, he really just, he just really wants to get aired out on that on could've went, like, That could have went, you know what I'm saying? Bro. That could have went totally different. And I would have, as a artist, I would have had to just been like, you got to grin and bear. I right, figure it out on the fly. Right. Let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> That's not burned. It's Cajun. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So like, I think it. I think it went well. Like, I. I really love the response that I'm getting, and I'm getting a lot of the. You know, I dig the content. I dig what not only what you're saying, but how you're saying it. It's cool that we can see you like do this. Right. And um, I feel like that's a special thing. Like right now, uh, especially considering the climate that the world is in, where we're not really like 
we're saying, you know, look out for one another and, and do this. But are we really Grind. getting up in the morning? You, and, can, you can say it all you want. Yeah. If yeah. you're not acting that out, though, I don't really care what you're saying. Like, yeah. I don't like being stuck in my house either. But, like, as of today, for the few hours that I'm outside, this is considered essential work. Correct. And, you know what I'm saying, it's for the people, by the people, of course. You know, the inspiration is through just, like, my meanings of people in general. And then sharing not only their stories, but my stories along the way. Right. You know? I mean, I called I called my sister this morning. Um, my sister and my mother are women that you have to call. Like, you don't have no option. Like, if you don't, you feel that rather. Non-optional. So, right. So I called her today, and she was like, what are you about to do? And I was like, I'm going to go do this podcast, and then I'm going to go grocery shopping. And I'm gonna do everything I need to do outside the house today. This will be my essential day. And she's yeah, like, Yeah, fact. Okay, and then get your ass back home. I said, yeah. Yep, that's the plan. Like for sure. And you know why? Because me and you are what? Why are we high risk, bro? Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Like we're both diabetics. Like we yeah. can't be out in this craziness. So that'll show you how much this meant for me to be honest. You know what I mean? Like right. when you said it, like, yo, do you wanna get it done this week? I said, Of course, let's go. Like, yeah. And that was after doing the self-quarantine thing for, for a little bit. Right, and a week I, and a half. I kind of just thought to myself, like, as long as we keep it within that five-person range. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's better safe than to be sorry because, like, honestly, the deaths are piling up on a serious note. Yeah. And, and do we really know how long this thing will last? Do we know you how know? long they're going to allow us to still have this leeway of leaving the house? Right. Right. So we got to take it. Yeah, I mean, you can't take nothing for granted. We got to take it as it is and, and, and do as much as we can while we can. All right. That's it. That's it. It's that simple. So Dre and I have known each other for the last, I'm going to say 12 years, right? Yeah. We met, I want to say 20, oh, oh, 10? 2010, yeah. Easily 2010, I think. So. No, 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 no. no. So about 10 years. Like six. Yeah. It might have been six, seven. Man, wow. Yeah, it, it does long, go right? like, yeah, we're home. We getting we get old. old. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Um, but yeah, tell the people what you do. Tell uh, the people what you do and how you do it. Yeah. So essentially, I run uh, Fly Definition along with my business partner, Fly Def Rel. Um, We run a clothing brand. Like it's it it sucks sometimes. I have to describe it to people. Like when you're on a fly, because people are like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, we run a clothing line, and then it's just, oh, okay. But, like, I don't believe our clothing line is just a clothing line. You know what I mean? Right. Like, literally in the name, like, Fly Def is, you know I mean, forever live your definition. So, like, survive. the stuff that we put out, we put out, we only put out what we like. We don't go with, like, whatever is the trending thing right now. Um, and everyone that gets it know, could feel the quality difference. They could feel that it's made, essentially, it sounds funny, but it's made with love and care. You know what I mean? Like, it's nah, made, that shit is real. You kidding me? Right. It's made with the vibe that we really want to do. We need to, to hear that. I want to hear that about my clothes. Right. Like, right. Well, so, like, we're not out here mass producing something, one thing just to get it to sell. You know what I yeah. mean? We barely redrop stuff maybe once or twice in the eight, nine years we've been in business. Yeah. We've dropped the same thing again. Like, so um, that's what we do. On top of that, we do uh, printing as well. We got Ink Villain, which does all of our printing, and that's part of our company as well. Um Everything, social media, like yeah, we are. We I think that's one of the things creators. I respect the most about you, right? Not only the fact that you're like a dedicated family man, right? And yeah. I mean, to the family that most people don't be like, <laughs> most people could be having the problems with the uncles, right, and the cousins, right, right. And the, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's a common thing. But you definitely are a family man first, and a young entrepreneur. Correct. You know, I like, feel like that's always that's been the thing I respected like the most about you that you've always been able to to create. 
and then to make that work for you. Correct. You know what I'm saying? I'm wearing fly definition right now. Oh, I appreciate it. You know what it. I mean? I dig it. I you know what I'm saying? This is my Superman logo. It's feel good clothes, <laughs> you know? Superman logo. So I definitely feel that. And especially with what's going on now, like, are you guys, like, getting through as far as, like, distribution is concerned oh, yeah. and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. So this just kind of, this, it's, it's sad to say, but this kind of reinforces my statement I make all the time where brick and mortar is just not it for us. Right. Like, will we ever have a brick and mortar store? Yeah. When money's not an option. You know what I mean? When money doesn't oh, yeah. matter. Like, but do we need one? No. We're in the age of social media. You know what yeah, I mean? everything is online everything pretty much. Everything is online. There's right. people, even if you had a brick and mortar store in your own town, people may not come. They would just order it offline and go pick it up later. You know what I mean? So like, sure. it's it, it, it hasn't really affected us that much. We've done what we can to, like we did the mystery boxes we just dropped, um, to package in a lot of stuff for a, a lower amount of money because we know people aren't making money like they were making before, but to still give them something to look forward to. If right. you're stuck in the house, but you can still receive packages, like, you know people going crazy They're right still, now. Yeah, of course. So for us, that was our little way to do it. Like, well, sure, let's do three different ones. We'll throw in five T-shirts, a hat, and a hoodie, you know what I mean, for 75 bucks. Like, cool. All right. You get all that stuff, and you got something to look forward to while you're stuck in the house. Yeah, for sure. So it hasn't it hasn't really affected us that much um, on that end. It's actually helped. I've gotten more time at home to work on it. Like, yeah. And do you do you have a direct say so in like the the designing and all that stuff? Of the yeah. So so, so Rel is our our lead design dude. I'll give you that. I can tell Rel something and he can make it come to life. I love that. Or I'll make a BS version of it and then he and will just flip like it and make it, it amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. so like we have a direct say in it. We shoot each stuff. Like, if you could look through the thread between me and him, you can see how many times we Facetime each other on a daily basis. Like. Phone calls, emails, like we are in constant connection. Um, and to be honest, I never thought that would be the thing. Like I never thought I could, I would be able to work with someone as well as I have. Like this dude's my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, Five. but I never, I never thought like we would be able to do this as well as we do together. Especially with him dealing with my shit. Like so, right. for him to be able to deal with me. It's a it's a shock for me, but it works. It works out perfectly. It's so good to have those kind of relationships. And me and Coop, I'm pretty sure you caught it in the episode. Me and Coop were talking about that last time. Right. Where, like, these relationships sometimes, <laughs> we kind of slip into them, and then they, like, become a thing, and then you kind of want to keep the thing going. Right. And then, you know, X through Z can happen where, you know, you're caught in between how you feel and then how you're able to then express yourself. Correct, correct. You know, most of the time... And I feel like especially with us being, of course, like minority males, communication isn't really like preached it's in not the household. Like, it's, not, it's not preached you know to I mean? us. It's not described to us. It's not said it's okay. Right. And like, I don't even just mean communication. I mean, as far as like being vulnerable in that communication. Yeah. Like there's never a time, at least not when I was younger, where as a minority male, you were told, yo, it's okay. Like. You can be vulnerable. It's okay. You can cry for a second. It's okay. You can tell me you love me. Yeah. I didn't start telling my family I love them until I was like 25. Sheesh. Crazy, right? Yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure there's I'm pretty sure there's a reason for that. Bro, let's let's keep it real. Like, I've said this before online. Daddy issues. Yeah. And people don't understand that. Like, yeah. they think I'm crazy when I say yo, men have daddy issues. It's it's one of those things that you gotta be able to be. You got to be comfortable with yourself first, right? To then be able to admit to somebody else right. that you have those kind of issues and not let it affect like like ego and, you know, things of that nature that naturally come with us as males, right? Correct. 
So like even with my my relationship, like I talked about last episode with with Coop, and I was intimidated at first. This is a this is a pretty aside from physical. Like this is somebody I already looked up to before I physically met the person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like through his ability to reach out to me, ability to then support what what I had going on. You know, it, it essentially played the role that I wanted it to play in in raising awareness about our homeless situation in Rochester and all that. Like that only confirmed that I was I was okay. Yeah, I'm doing something right. right. I got something. I got something good going because somebody like this <laughs> is recognizing me. So fuck all the other shit. Somebody like this is recognizing Bro. me and and bigging me up and, and wants I, me to keep going. Real quick, I know they say it on every episode, but I have to say, it. yo, I commend you, bro. Like, yeah. I give you all the commitment because you know I texted you that one time. I said, yo, why you keep going down there? Like, what's up with you in there? And yeah, you're like, bro, because I got hooked. I went, mm, yeah, and I need to do it. Like, to have that in you is amazing. Like, one of the things I miss the most about my routine being kind of like out of whack and everybody's kind of going through something. Everybody's home from work, got their kids at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I know I dig it. It's like it's pretty it's pretty difficult now. But like what have you been spending your time doing aside from like creating clothes and you know what I'm saying, doing things of that nature? Uh, Are you a reader? No. I you really? know what? I am not physical books. You're like an audio. So I can either do audio or I can read on a laptop or a phone. Like I can read better on a phone than I can in a physical book. Yeah. And it's crazy because we're so trained. I think it is because I mean, well, you know, my day job, I work in telecommunications. So for me, I'm constantly on a cell phone. It's easier. My brain is so trained to look at that and stay constantly looking at it that I don't look at anything else while I'm doing it. Yeah. So I can read through a book, just flipping through on a phone, no problem. My brain is not trained to hold something in front of me with two flaps, you know what I mean? Yeah. And read left to right and stay concentrated on it. So anything that's in the background while I'm doing that is going to catch my attention. So that's why I, that's my theory on why I'm not good at reading books. Um, that and I'm a huge movie dude. Like I'm not gonna front. But. Yeah, like I've gotten into the whole Netflix thing, and I sound like an old dude saying that. <laughs> but I got into because I'm big on documentaries. <laughs> so usually when I'm Netflix and chilling with a shorty, right? You know what I'm saying? She ain't expect to learn all this shit. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? She didn't, she didn't expect the uh, no rom coms, no rom coms. <laughs> you, you feel me? Oh, man. but but yeah, like so I'm like that. I've gotten into that. Like and I'm like I like the crime shit right. where they're like going these people's heads and and trying to figure out why they do what they do. That always is like a, a you, thing for me. If you ever need suggestions, just let me know. Like. Yeah. Everyone will tell you. I've watched some of the wildest things that you would never you would be like, What where did that come from, Dre? What is this what is this movie? I just get because when I'm working too, I like to play stuff. So I'll play it in the background. Yeah. You know, my computer's here, my TV's off to the left, and it'll just play. And then if it's something that catches my attention, sometimes it pulls me away from work for a minute, you know what I mean? But then if I hear it enough and I'll be like later on, I'll be like, yo, what? That movie sounded dope. And I'll go back and watch the whole thing again. Like yeah. I'm just a movie guy. Like movies are my thing. Like so the reading, not so much. Yeah. And for me, it's hard to to do the reading thing because once they make movies about it, it doesn't depict it the same way. Yeah, that's usually the case. Right. Yeah. And let's just be real. I'm a bum. I don't want to read. Like I I've been a, a regular like super chef at my house, man. Like you, you been cooking? Not been able not being able to go out to like eat. Like that's that's kind of like <laughs> I was a high noodle fiend. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I and I went from I went from that to then and to, I'm one of those guys too where takeout's not the same. 
No, later on. I can't like the same restaurants that I go sit down and eat at. Like I, it doesn't taste the same for me to then like go and pick it up in a plastic bowl. Right. You want to hear something wild? Yeah. So how long have we lived in this neighborhood? You know what I'm saying? Since forever. Right. I've never been to Hot Noodle. Really? And I used to see you. I would look at your Instagram every day, and be like. Yeah, I gotta try that spot out. I gotta try that spot out. So, so when this is fire, done, bro, when all this is done and they're back. Beeline, open, gonna yo, make a beeline over I'm, there. I'll meet you over there. We'll get some hot. I was like, yo, I gotta try this. I'm um, surprised me and Lindsay didn't bring that up, like on our podcast, considering that was one of our like favorite things to do together. And you was out here. Shocking I thought she her was gonna. Stuff. That's what. It was. You know what's crazy? <laughs> you know what's crazy? Like I thought every time I I like open my mouth right, and she yeah. was sitting where you are right. I'm like, okay we've spoken about this so right. let's yeah and then she she oh i got a story like like yeah. oh man that's crazy not not to to pull back but let's let's talk about the food thing so you're cooking now right at home yeah yeah you're cooking yeah at home so let me this is this is going to be my shame moment here so i've lived in the apartment that i'm in now for two years right ask me how many times i turned the stove on in that apartment jesus just ask how many times zero really this week was the first week and i had an air fryer sitting in a box that my parents bought me graciously bought me for christmas that sat in a box for almost two years along with a slow cooker slow cooker yes that's what it is the thing the big wow, one. crazy but in this week i've used all three so the cooking thing is in full effect everybody talking about putting on the 15 pounds i'm gonna lose probably 15 just from not eating crack food seriously like not eating McDonald's in the morning when I go to work, not grabbing a sub on the way home. Like, Are you a Wegmans shopper? I used to be. Have you been to Wegmans like recently? Yeah. No, I drove by it today actually and went to Aldi's because it's so Wegmans weird parking in there, lot. Bro. Yeah, and it looks like a it looks like a scene out of like Walking Dead with the like plastic things up and like yeah. the lines where you got to stand and people's energy just kind of sucks right now. Like, yeah, it, it really really that, does. Like, like I mean, they still look relatively happy to be there. I have a friend who works for Wegmans, and they said they're really taking good care of them. Oh, as far as the employees, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're they're great. I think to that's their super dope. They're and I can see how they're considered like like essential workers, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, they gotta have food. Yeah. Can I, can you grow food? I don't know how to grow food. No. Like so, we. Gotta I can get a book and read it though. This is crazy. Like it's funny because if I need something. If I need to figure out how to do something, like when I go home, I'm going to use that slow cooker. Yeah. You better believe I'm hitting YouTube. You, you go grab a book. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's creative. YouTube different. would be my like last choice. Not even, really? not, no disrespect to YouTube because YouTube is a great platform. Right. Love you guys at YouTube. But like, that's like my last, I almost feel like I'm caving in. If you're doing that. <laughs> if, I, if I immediately just go. You feel like you're taking the easy way okay, out. Okay. I want to cook a steak medium rare. YouTube, you know what I mean? I don't feel like, I, I feel like it's one of those things I'd rather dive in head first, learn it for myself, make a bunch of mistakes along the way until I get it right. Yo, I, a big shout out to every female that I know, though. All right. Every single one of them has texted me or called me and said, what are you going to eat when all this started? Like, now, it's, yeah, that's crazy that they'll start checking in now, I'm though, like, man. That's crazy. Bro, and I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, what are you going to eat, Dre? You don't cook. And I was like, I didn't say I can't cook. I just didn't cook. Like, that sounds toxic as fuck, bro. Bro. That's toxic. 
I'm not. They're trying not to be toxic them. on purpose. Not bro. all of them. Some of them. Though. <laughs> Some of the messages I got, I said, I know what you're doing. I get texts like that, and I'm thinking, Nah, hell nah. <laughs> you care about me now because there's a flesh eating disease running around? Like, nah. About four or five of them I talk to on a constant basis, but there's one or two, and I'm like, No, I'm good. And they're like, Well, I can come over and cook for you. No, you can't. Right. Like you've never even been to this apartment. That's how long it's been since we talked. Right. Why would I invite you over now? And these are aggressive women, like that. That is pretty. Like, to be honest, I'd rather a woman be aggressive now about my overall like health, right? Than nobody. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Care about me? Ask me to come cook. You come cook, back. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Show me that. Show me that you. I, care. I miss the human contact, bro. It's driving me insane. Like they're they're talking about things potentially opening back up and going back to quote unquote normal right yeah by like april 12th but that doesn't even seem fair no. to 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 accurately do what they got to do about you know what i'm saying the virus itself right and now. to keep us safe like you're not going to be able to keep us safe in two weeks with a virus that took us what yeah. five months to catch up to that's a fact bro there's no way I mean, it's, I know we're a superpower. We're not that strong. Though. Yeah, I just think this is going to end up being a much longer thing than than what we had originally anticipated. Of course. And it's literally changed everything about everything. Yep. This podcast was was had been originally supposed to be about, like, women and women being, like, aggressive. Right. And artistically, like, I was thinking about it a lot last night where I was, like, I was going over it and I'm like, you know what? Like, for the sake of, like, where we're at, in a world in the world right now you right. know specifically like our time this is going down in history books you know what i'm saying very true we are living breathing history right now right so like we it's what a what a great time to be able to take on you know tackling tackling serious issues like that right you know and communicating those issues and it, it is crazy like I, I saw something on instagram lil duval yeah, I mean, he's hilarious, but he yeah, has he has you moments. Me that this morning, that's funny. <laughs> but he had another moment where he was talking, and he was like, "Yo, he's like, what a time to be alive." He said, "A lot of y'all are upset." I get that. He's like, "But we get to say we live through a pandemic." Yeah. He said, "These kids coming up now. I mean, he's like, once all these babies are gonna be born after this, they're not gonna be able to do that." He's like, "They're gonna you you gonna be sitting they're gonna be sitting there talking to you about life. You gonna be like, you ain't lived through no pandemic though." Like, yeah. he's like, "It's a big thing." Like. That's he's a like, huge thing. He's like, so stop being negative. You know what I mean? Do what you got to do. Stay in the house. He's yeah. Like, and it is what it is. And I get people are upset. They're going to be financially struggling for a little while. But it's money. Money yeah. comes back. That's my, that's been my thing my whole life. Money comes back, bro. Like, you don't you don't got to stress about that. It's going to be stressful for a second. Like, you're going to be upset. You're going to be, I can't pay this bill. I can't pay that bill. Bro, money comes back. It could be worse. You could be dead. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's dead serious. No, man. So, so crazy. So for me, changing the topic of discussion like on the fly and then just kind of letting the vibe kind of like play itself out, that essentially became what I wanted the podcast to be. <laughs> you perfect. know what I'm saying? I had to then adjust on the fly. Right. And I had to 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 make it even realer than it already had like been written out to be. Right. You know? So... As far as like the the aggressive topic that we were gonna try and tackle with, as far as like you know daddy issues and communication, um, we'll of course have to do a two parter. <laughs> you know of how course. we do; we could talk forever, forever, bro. And and it all like kind of can meet in the middle, oh, you yeah. know, so to speak. Keep with, it organic with our current topics, and then what it is, you know, what I'm saying for entertainment purposes, we're gonna give y'all 
And we're still going to tackle those issues. We're still going to get into all that, all that good shit. Got plenty of good shit coming up. Uh, so 12.04, the podcast is out now on YouTube, all yes. streaming platforms. It's on Spotify. It's on Buzzing Google It is Buzzing. on Apple Podcasts, although they usually are slow about shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy? After I dropped my first episode, listen to this. Yeah. After I dropped my first episode, I was looking salty as a bitch. Every time I open my Apple podcast thing and I, I search my shit, and it's everywhere else but Apple. Bro, I'm I like, so it. all the money and phones y'all done got for me, I pay my bill on time, I got Apple Care, I get cases <laughs> that I don't use, Bro, I see all the support I give you, and I this is how you do me. I said you say it was up, so I, that's the first place I went to. I ain't gonna lie. I went yeah, to the Apple podcast, and I'm searching, I'm like, yo, and then I was about to text you, and then you posted it up. Not on Apple yet or whatever. Yeah, put it in your story. And I was like, damn. Yeah. I said, these niggas. So I was looking Apple. salty as a bitch until they posted it. And then I'm like, okay, I forgive you. Right. We good now. We all right. <laughs> I'm I like, okay, we you. good now. I still love you. I still so do me a favor, yes. big bro. Promise me you're going to come back, you know what I'm saying? Really, sure. really soon. And we're going to make something else happen. Whenever you want, bro. I you know what I'm time. saying? I got time. Uh, we're going to be quarantined. So I we might time. as well, like, you know what I'm saying? Make the best of it. Right. That's what we plan on doing. Thank you guys for joining me. Uh, another episode in the books. Thanks for having me, For bro. the dopest podcast. No disrespect to anybody, but everybody should feel like theirs is great. Nah, disrespect. I love this everybody on my team. I love everybody on my team. I love everybody on my squad. And it's a bunch of podcasts that you should go listen to right, right now, now on rockpot.net. Yes, yes. And it's on Instagram. And shout out to Chris. You know what I'm saying? Until next time. You're the GOAT. You make all this happen. You see this beautiful studio we in? That started off as a vision. I felt like None of this shit was here. None of this shit was here, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So promise me you're going to come back. We're going to yeah. do it real oh, soon. Yeah. We're going to chop it up. I got mad time, bro. You know what I'm saying? We got That's love for the people. Bro. Shout out to Rochester, New York, all the healthcare workers, all the um, essential workers. Thank you, And to Thank all the you. non-essential workers, hold your head. Yes. We're going to make it out of this okay. We are human beings. Money That's comes back. Do. Money you know comes back. Take care of your family. Yeah.